Yep. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Welcome to Don't Jump the Shark. I'm Ross, and here's the Starsky to my hutch, Grant. Hello. And here's our lovable... But I was going to say Huggy Bear. <laughs> right on, my man. Do you know your grass, Bob? I know all about my grass. <laughs> I know all about my grass. That's, that's the one about the memory I have from this film, with Snoop, Do- Snoop Dogg knowing his grass. Really? Not the fancy duds he was wearing? No. It's from the trailer as well, so... But no, I've seen that. I've seen it countless times. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, this uh, this episode's film is Starsky and Hutch. Or as I've written on my paper, Starsky. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound more like an indie film, eh? Something David Gordon Green might direct or something. Or, or some kind of like... 1970s Battlestar Galactica ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard the Starship Starsky. <laughs> <laughs> to the stars, everyone. Well, he was a better character in this, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> They've switched them round, though, haven't they? Yeah. Who's in terms of their personas from the TV show? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, before we get into it, here's what we do every time: they take a film that's good up until a point, and then goes off the deep end. Could be five minutes in. Or it could be five minutes from the end. <laughs> As always, we've locked ourselves inside somewhere with moustaches and afros, because apparently that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and we've studied the film separately, so we have no way of knowing each other's chosen shark jumping moment. Would that be your dressing up closet that we've locked ourselves inside? Yeah. With the moustaches and the... <laughs> <laughs> I do have one of them, what of it? <laughs> do you want to know some foxies that are in it? Tell me some foxies that are in it. Uh, Todd Phillips there were some cool director. dudes and some rad bads <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> director and writer Todd Phillips who did Hangover 1 to 3 Old School which is okay yeah uh, School for Scoundrels due date less so Road mm. Trip much less so <laughs> I'm starting to notice a decline in return here. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of unfunny films. Yeah. <laughs> that you yeah. thought at the cinema. Might be alright. But no, really no. <laughs> The other writer, I prefer this guy a lot more, just because he did... He's only ever done th- written three films. This, um, Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those yeah. two films are kind of similar. And Cradle to the Grave. Who's <laughs> <laughs> gone up in my estimation? Yeah, that's a line for the film. It was like, yeah, it's okay, yeah, it's okay. Wow! <laughs> okay, some stars. We've got Ben Stiller or mm-hmm. Zoolander, which of this, which this film shares an entire scene that's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> the dance-off. Nearly the entire <laughs> cast. <laughs> yeah, aye. Right. Thunder. And lest we forget, he also directed and starred in The Cable Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Owen Wilson. We've mm-hmm. seen him before with Wedding Crashers. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me. I was going to say The Haunting? <laughs> yeah, that's one of his better ones. <laughs> the Royal Tenenbaums, give him some credit. He did co-write that as well. Broken Arrow, his one action film where, where he was the... Oh no, he's in... Um, 
Is it Broken Arrow? Is it not? No, it's not. He's in an um, Iraq War film as well. Oh. Christian Slater. And he's behind he's enemy lines. Behind he was in that one last year. Remember that incredibly racist film that came out last year where the, he had to save his wife and Pierce Brosnan from... Oh, yeah. The, uh, the uncivilised tribe. <laughs> a thriller. Yeah. Ross got Snip Dog. Yeah. Who's also an old school. Was he? Apparently. Oh, yeah, no, he is. He is. That's who, um, that's who Vince Bond gets to play the the campus party thing. I never actually wrote down Vince Bond. Why would you? Turbo in training days, also in. Turbo the one about the snails. I'm surprised you didn't name <laughs> any of his uh, pornographic films that he's been in. <laughs> I'm too straight laced. Too straight laced. I've, I've made a vow um, never to do any more dark jokes on this podcast, just so you know. <laughs> Is that okay, a vow, uh, a serious vow? <laughs> I think you're going to break that vow. I think it's going to take um, just one line. <laughs> okay, let's give it a go. Just so you know, the jokes in this film are weaker than Charlie Sheen's immune system. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad as one most in a suicide attempt. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's not making that very no, no, no. I'm crossing that line. Oh, yeah, You're going to have to keep us right again, Ross. <laughs> uh, Juliette Lewis is also in this, bizarrely. Yes, she is bizarre. <laughs> She's very bizarre. No, it's yeah. just that's just not her normal. Ah, right. Couple of Scientology. <laughs> yeah, she's in the. Let's cross that line too. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> aliens. <laughs> uh, she's in Wayward Pines. That show that Ross loves. I like Wayward Pines. That's good. I like Twin Peaks. M Night Shyamalan's rip off of Twin Peaks. <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks and Cabin in the Woods oh so he ripped off two things yeah. this is good yeah. from Dust Till Dawn and Natural Born Killers she's in too where she plays herself mm-hmm. in Natural Born Killers <laughs> basically <laughs> <laughs> well, that's lovely that's a story for another day though. Yeah. when we do our episode on that film <laughs> yeah. that, that's it yeah I'm not telling you about Vince Vaughn being in series 2 of of uh, we're true detectives, we're detectives. <laughs> um, so, what's the what's the plot of this the film? The plot, oh. right, basically it's a remake of the old TV show Starsky and Hutch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot. And is, oh, a famous episode? And, no, not at all. They've just tried to make it a comedy. <laughs> there's things that happen, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a plot. <laughs> the only homage I could see was the car and Starsky's clothes. Every time and they changed outfits, well, there was an outfit from the series. The yeah. obvious one from uh, the end bit when it's got the original Starsky Hatch. Mm-hmm. Cardboard boxes? Oh, yeah. Plenty of cardboard boxes. Oh, that's a few. And lots of jumps for the car. I was amazed this was a Metamax film as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knew that was still a company? <laughs> back then. <laughs> Strange for... choice, though, as well, for Metamax, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they usually Do you think they'll go for an Oscar with this one? <laughs> Usually try to bait the Oscars, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're introduced to Vince Vaughn as the bad guy. Right off the bat. The joke is he yes. has a moustache. Can mm. I just say that I hated this opening because it was a, lo- a wide shot of the ocean and it was just a ship and you had to get the title card Bay City in the 70s and you're like, really? 
Could we not just tell the clothes, the, <clears throat> the yeah. costumes, the, the big tashes? <laughs> but anyway, spelled out for the obvious. Vince Vaughn on a yacht, not a boat, by the way. <laughs> a long, unrunning. <laughs> it's a plot joke. Uh, it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Basically, they work out he's the bad guy because he has a yacht. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Are they communists? <laughs> Somebody mentioned something about a boat, and it's not actually a boat, it's a yacht. Oh, we know who's got a yacht. The it's bad gone. guy. Yeah. But so, anyway, this is I, the stuff. I, I can imagine quite a lot of people in that area. <laughs> because yeah. it's set in Los Angeles. No? So it's San Francisco? San Francisco, I think. I think a lot of people probably have yachts there mm. and quite a bit of money. <laughs> yeah. So we're introduced to the, the yacht and the, the man on it. And yeah, the joke is, look, it's hilarious, he's got a moustache. There's a lot of that in this film. There's a lot of just, he's wearing flares, nudge, nudge. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> because no one will ever insult our 2004 clothes. Is this the half-naked <laughs> Vince Vaughn as well, which we get throughout the film? Yeah. Oh, like, like, like half naked from the top up thank top goodness. up right thank <laughs> I never thought I'd say that but thank goodness <laughs> didn't see his little wedding crasher <laughs> well, but he did get his little gun out and shoot somebody off the, off the yacht yeah oh really Again, yeah it's somebody so is it like a party or is this no, no, like just a, a body three exercise. guys and a gal on a boat oh right <laughs> the guy's lost a plate you lost, you lost one of my plays and now I'm going to shoot you shoot you in the head fast 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 talking <laughs> that's Vince Vaughn yeah so he shoots the guy because the deal went bad. Oh. And the guy washes ashore sometime later in the film. And then you get introduced to Starsky and Hutch by voiceovers which never reoccur in the film ever. No. Which is a bugbear of mine when it comes to Hollywood. Just a tiny bit of voiceover and no more. So Absent narrator. Ben Stiller is Judge Dredd. He's a... I'm... David Starsky, I am the law. <laughs> He's undefeatable. He's the unstoppable. The straight man? He is, he is very much the straight man. And of course, then we must have. We, we, we have a five minute action scene with the straight man. Oh, really? Chasing down a villain oh. over rooftops. Who I thought was Owen Wilson at first. Yeah, I thought so as well. Yeah, because it looks very much mm-hmm. like him. I actually think it might be from an alternate cut of this film. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly strange. Because <laughs> seriously, it's a guy with blonde hair yeah. and a similar dress sense. He did say that he preferred blondes later on in the film. <laughs> maybe he means he just likes chasing blonde criminals as well. Yeah, chasing the blonde partners, chasing them down to give him his phone number. Oh yeah, <laughs> give him to wrestle them to the ground. <laughs> so yeah, big action scene ends up in an arrest. Great, whoopee. So for seven dollars oh, so he chases, chases the, the guy down because he stole seven dollars the captain has a go at him is it the, the old trope of you cost the city yeah, one million pounds worth of damage to take down these captain two guys to be fair he was angry in the TV series as well yeah. obviously that's where the trope came from I watched um, Loaded Weapon 1 right after this uh-huh. and that's a much better angry club <laughs> it definitely is what the hell you are nugger <laughs> <laughs> And then we're introduced to Owen Wilson's character. Oh, oh you're not going to believe this, Ross. It's hilarious. They're a bit different. Oh, <laughs> never. They're one straight-laced and, you know, all action. 
Oh. He's the funny man. This other guy, mm, he's oh, a bit of a slacker. And a bit uh, fast and loose with the rules. Drinks Jack Daniels in the morning in a scene that seems like it's from another movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a bank raid and he's one of the robbers. Mm. But he's really an undercover cop? Well, not really. <laughs> he just has to be when the police turn up. <laughs> I'm totally undercover, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And he even does that look. That whoops. <laughs> Got a bit too into robbing the bank. He certainly did, and apparently five or six other. It's not even a bank, was it? It was bookies. He's robbed like What's seven bookies really? before that as well to get into character and be undercover. <laughs> and that money is mysteriously <laughs> missing. 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 Yeah. missing. So, what's the what's the moral of the story here? You can rob many banks as long as at least on the last one you turn yourself. Well, you turn the bad guys in. Bookies. bookies. I think the moral bookies. of the story is. You can rob as many banks as you want as long as you give the money to Huggy Bear, who is in line with the police, who <laughs> still uses the money to pay for mm. fur coats and yeah. hose. Because <laughs> he's the he's the CI, isn't he? He's introduced pretty early as well. Huggy Bear. Um, yeah. yeah. Really? I don't as soon as they get put together, because they get put together as a punishment. Uh, <laughs> they deserve each other. I think. I was just to clarify I was laughing at the idea of someone finding this funny (laughs) (laughs) up till now I hadn't really laughed at all no chortles just so we don't have to mention it again the bad guy's plan is they've got a brand of cocaine which is undetectable to sniffer dogs and it tastes like sweetener yeah Okay. and Terry Crews was in that scene which is (laughs) the only time I perked up (laughs) Terry Crews has popped up before, do you remember where? He's a dead body at yep. the start of... What was that again? I don't know. Terminator Salvation. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where you were like, is that Terry Crews? <laughs> and then you watch the credits and you're like, yeah, he just played a very close to death soldier weird. for one scene. So they go and see Huggy Bear. <laughs> and the big joke here is... Starsky is straight laced, whereas Hutch is more kind of fast and loose. Yeah, goes with the flow. And Starsky blows the tail off his lizard. I beg your pardon. Huggy <laughs> <laughs> Bear again. Huggy Bear's got an iguana. Uh huh. And Starsky's—he's a bit on edge. He's a bit like, come on, let's get to the information. Come on, these guys have got guns. All these guys have got guns, right? You, you put your guns down, and they're like, no, we're not putting our guns down. So he puts his. Brings out his gun, they bring out their guns. It's a Mexican standoff. It's like, oh no. And this is just when they're going to see Huggy Bear. Yes! For information. Yes! This is the comedy, Ross. <laughs> so this is Huggy Bear's like, gang. Yes! There is actually comedy in this scene, in fairness to it, which is the henchmen know a lot about That's funny. everything. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're not very knowledgeable about facts. <laughs> Anything that comes up, they just say, oh, well, that happened in 1885. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Hmm. But anyway, actually, the Mexican standoff leads off leads into the, the shooting of the, the iguana's tail, which will grow back according to the henchman. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, and science, I think. And it all settles <laughs> down. And everybody calms down, and Huggy Bear gives them the information they need. Snoop Dogg is perfect casting for this. He is good. <laughs> he leads them to Will Ferrell. Is that right? Yeah, not till later. Yeah. No, it's not him that leads them to Will Ferrell. It's um, oh, that's it. The he's when he's on the biker bar that's quite he's on the biker bar yeah so Huggy Bear gives him information where does that point them in the direction of him 
going out to their car, <laughs> which is a Gran Torino. Yes. And this is where Starsky This is where Clint Eastwood's introduced. <laughs> yeah. In Hutch's estimation. Uh, what do you think of my car, you Korean scumbag? He's a bird. Just try to. Clint Eastwood does. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood would be a better Starsky. Star- <laughs> now that's a street man. I'd like to see. Get out of my hair, you blonde freak! <laughs> well, that's what I also wanted to say. Was um, is Vince Vaughn just playing Vince Vaughn? Yeah, because he basically he just does. is always Vince Vaughn. Pretty much, yeah. And now I know he's like uber conservative as well. All his characters make sense to me. I can't really. I can't... Yeah, I'm trying to think of all his different uh, films. Performance where he's been different. No, no. you'll never find one. <laughs> Look hard. I think he was more intense. <laughs> oh, I've got one for you. <laughs> all right, Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got me there. <laughs> It's a pity that Hollywood's forgotten yes. that film ever existed. <laughs> Stick in your comfort zone there, Vince. Is <laughs> the lesson there? Yeah, he was well sticking to his comfort zone <laughs> from all the spunk he had <laughs> in that scene. Oh. You're better just implying that. Yeah, Hitchcock may have had it in his name, but he didn't actually show it on screen, thanks. Thanks for that. He, he took show don't tell the wrong way there really, oh, didn't he <laughs> masturbating Vince Vaughn who wants to see that wasn't that pretty much a short for short remake as well it was supposed to be apart, <laughs> apart, apart from, from the jizz scene apart from that and there's a a scene with an advert for six days and seven nights and a one bit um, a poster a poster sorry, rather than an advert and uh in the commentary for that film, apparently Anne Hesch says to Gus Van Sant, Hitchcock so would have done that. Mm. <laughs> I think if Hitchcock would have done it, he would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> he made over 35 films. He had, he had the chance. There's nobody saying, no, no, we'll not put that in there. <laughs> so, anyway, back to Starsky and Hutch. Wasn't... Oh, I, was gonna, I was going to say something. Wasn't... Um, Dirty Harry set in the 70s as well yeah yeah. because so, it was in the 70s that's the other thing yeah. I want to say this film's set in the 70s and it looks nothing like the 70s no can't get that style well also like if you're going to do it in the 70s do it in the 70s style well there's two cop movies they've tried they have tried I'll give them their dues they have tried whoever's in charge of the props has tried uh-huh. whoever's in charge of the visuals have not tried the camera the light and everything just it needs to be grubby and gritty. More like, um, what was the Black Dynamite? Yeah. That was good. That was, that was yeah. maybe in the 70s. Yeah. Just Dude. watch the style of the time. That's a much better film. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, of course you couldn't have gritty visuals because it's a comedy. Mm. Hardy, har, har. Well, as evidence of that, they go to a cafe... A um, diner next. Mm. And there's big, fat, donut-eating cop beat cops there oh I miss Chris <laughs> Payne I miss him I forgot I missed him shame yeah That's so he's not great in this film <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of other films he's been in where I missed him like best of the best and full loose oh, but yeah. anyway I'll... yeah I'll miss full loose Chris Come Payne full loose Chris <laughs> Payne shame so what does he say to him 
He basically just takes a piss at Starsky and Starsky can't handle it. Hutch has to That's the comedy from the situation. Hutch at this point is just giggling the whole thing. Yeah. He's like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you are on edge, <laughs> But not in a good way. No. So, what happens next? They go and see the bad guys, who are definitely not guilty, no. with them giving away free tickets to go to make them go away. <laughs> free tickets to... A charity do. A charity do. How do you do? Mm. Free tickets to the charity do that the bad guy is having at the end of the film. So... I'm sure that plot point won't come back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that maybe the end scene. <laughs> maybe. Although some of the end may take part on a boat. Oh, no, sorry, a yacht. No. <laughs> maybe. 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 Just maybe. <laughs> So yeah, they, they go and see this bad guy, they find out the boat is a yacht. Because it's pointed out. Great. <laughs> oh, is that where they go to see the bad guy? Is uh, on the boat slash No, yacht? no, they go to see the bad guy's his house. Mm. His big mansion that he's got. He just talks about his boat. Thanks to Huggy Bear's information. Oh wait, Bob, I've remembered a bit in this film that really recaptures the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's um, the next scene with the cheerleaders and the attitude towards women. <laughs> so that really recaptures that 70s vibe. <laughs> Of intolerance. <laughs> yeah, that's a sexist vibe. Amy Smart must have been jumping for joy when she got this role. Eh? <laughs> a bimbo cheerleader. You know what I mean? Carmen Electra. I can see that. She's used to being objectified. But, really? Uh, they, they did everything but slap their arses <laughs> and touch their boobies. You know? I like it. Uh, where you go? And then one of the girls strips in front of them. Yeah. Front of Starsky and Hutch. Uh, yeah. Is this on in the guy's mansion? Yeah. No, this is they go and find they're looking for we forgot to mention that what they're investigating <laughs> is a dead body, which is why they go to the That's when the, the dead body place. comes back into it from the start. Uh, it washes up body. on the shore. And Hutch that's it. This made me giggle. Hutch tries to push it back from the, <laughs> the stick. I quite enjoyed that. And if you watched, I'm sure he was doing it deliberately, poking the extra in the balls to see if he would get a, a wee ow <laughs> the guy. You know, just to, just to be fun. I also quite like the fact that he he gets the guy's wallet out and pockets it. <laughs> pockets the wet, fishy cash. Because <laughs> he's a scumbag. He gets the guy's name. But it gets the guys. Well, they get, get a, a, wallet, a card, they get a card which, which leads, them. leads them to the bad guys. Uh, and he was dating one of these cheerleaders, which leads them to the cheerleaders. I see. Which leads them to the exposed breasts, <laughs> of which Sarsky maintains 100% eye contact with her. Hutch has just got his eyes on the breasts the whole time. Eyes on the prize. <laughs> and then she takes off her knickers as well and he's like all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got any any other information to, to ask her? Any, anything? <laughs> no, I think she's given me everything I need. <laughs> How right you two are. There's a really creepy bit where... Ben still asks her what her measurements are. How What's your sign? <laughs> it's weird. How's that? It's just important. not even funny. I didn't find that a bit funny. What would have been funnier in that scene if Starsky had kept being straight-laced yeah. just getting the information out? 
And then Hutch was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that would have been funny. Or the other way around, because Hutch is a man of the world. Yeah, yeah, he'd have seen all this before. Yeah. Whereas Starsky's like, oh my goodness. Booby-doos. <laughs> Booby-doos. <laughs> so you're right, yeah, that would have been funny either way. But Todd Phillips decided to film it where they're both gibbering wrecks. No. Doesn't it work? It's almost like they were on set that day saying, no, I want to be the one. Yeah. Guys, you can both be the gibbering idiot. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the one that doesn't say anything and just stares at boobs. Uh, so yeah, I think. <laughs> so, the clue they get is she gives them a jacket. Mm-hmm. And so they take the jacket to Huggy Bear. And Huggy Bear's the one that tells them about the biker bar. But Huggy Bear has an amazing line at this bit. Probably the best line in the film as far as I'm concerned. Where he sees Starsky's car and he says to him, you just went up a notch in my book. That puts you at notch one. <laughs> yeah, everybody's impressed with the car. Do you remember that thing about um, we've talked about on the podcast before about the if you want to act well, just mm-hmm. act bored. I think. Do you think that comes across with if you want to act well, just be stoned? Do you think that's how Snoop Dogg's kind of gotten the best performance of his career? Mm-hmm. <laughs> possible it's possible isn't it it's possible that's how he was getting through this shoot <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking it was like so far Huggy Bear's had quite a lot of the compliments from this and so I don't think he'll have been written any better than anybody else it was definitely not I can't imagine I'm coming on board and being like yes but I'm bringing my own writers mm. <laughs> I wish he had <laughs> he probably just invented his own lines anyway <laughs> That's probably why they're turned out like yeah. <laughs> why they're memorable. So, biker bar. They ride to the biker bar and here's one for the biker bar. Yes. On bikes. And here's one for the teenagers. Easy Rider. This guy. Okay. <laughs> you think, think Easy Rider. Think the same shots as Easy Rider when they're riding their two bikes. The iconic shots of the bikes and that. Yeah. The big choppers. Yeah, yeah, they've got huge choppers. All, <laughs> all for one scene at a biker bar where they didn't even need to dress up anyway. Because the, the guy behind the bar, who they think they're looking for, Big Earl, turns out not to be Big Earl and can see right through their disguises. <clears throat> they can see Useless. that he's wearing a fake moustache. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully that filled up five minutes time in the... This, in the film in the film so you know that's another five minutes <laughs> and do you remember when we did Face Off and there was that one scene where, where it was slow motion and you could see Nicolas Cage's stunt double yeah mm. there's a scene like that on the bikes as well where I, I'm not sure why they did this but the guy looks more like Gary Busey than one <laughs> else there's some shots like that in the car as well when they, they do one of their many jumps uh-huh. you could see the two stunt doubles it's like, no, no. Was it Gary Busey again? <laughs> All right, I'm in a car. <laughs> like, what am I watching? Batman for the 60s, where you just right away in Star Trek for the 60s, and you see the stunt double change right away, because it's in high def and huge on the screen. Because <laughs> stunt doubles didn't have Shatner's punch. No, <laughs> they would be watching it on a tiny telly. Nobody would know the difference, hopefully. So yeah, Easy Rider references, all the teenagers were yucking in the hills in that way. Oh, I bet they were. Oh, yeah. I'll bet they were. <laughs> I wonder if um, Starsky's um, stunt double was just Dennis Hopper then. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. 
I'll do it if you give me a bag of cocaine. <laughs> One of those bags of that's, cocaine you're using as props. That's why Snoop's on the set. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's good shit for Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Who would know all the best places to go? Yeah, probably. He's throwing that Hollywood money about. There is one other line I like in a scene though it's when they're leaving and someone has a go at them for being dressed up and Ben Stiller says I guess the real lesson here everyone to the whole bar is mm-hmm. don't be someone you're not That's <laughs> he's got his false moustache and big wig on leather jacket So was Big Arrow Will Ferrell? No, uh, yes but he's in prison He's in prison yeah. So The guy that owns the bar is Jeff Oh, right. Just looking after it for Big L. <laughs> so they go to see Will Ferrell in prison. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. This scene. Ugh. Is it that bad? It's just a bit creepy. Will Ferrell's obviously just been allowed to do whatever he wants, <laughs> as far as get them to do whatever you want them to do, because they're behind glass. Right. And he doesn't want cash. He doesn't want a radio for his cell or something like that. But they need his information. But what he wants is Hutch. <laughs> Obviously he can't get Hutch Because he's behind glass But he can get him to dance for him He can get him to walk for him Show his, show his belly button <laughs> Get him to uh, bend over a chair And turn like around and when he Do a dragon face at him <laughs> He shows his belly button in return He's mm-hmm. like Ooh, A little more pepper on my one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah And there's a point where He's obviously just been allowed to ask them anything. <laughs> you know? So he does. I think the dragon thing was something he was allowed to ask. Yeah. And then kind of sounds like one of his ablibs, doesn't it? They get all the information they need. And Owen Wilson's look of shame was pretty good as well. <laughs> it's um, his last request of them for the final bit of information is, look, I need you to work together. It's going to get weird, guys. <laughs> And we don't see what it is until like 10 minutes later because it's recorded on yeah. uh, the security cameras. But they don't talk about it in the next scene in the car. <laughs> and what is it? At all. I didn't think it was even that bad. And was it? Hutch, no, Hutch was on the ground <laughs> and snarling like a dragon with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Starsky had his shirt off and was on Owen Wilson riding him like a horse. Uh-huh. Snarling like a dragon as well. I thought that doesn't look. That's not to be embarrassed about. Is it? That's a typical Saturday night in Fife. It's not that embarrassing or weird. So they're taken off the case for their unprofessional behaviour in the prison. Oh right, obviously. (laughs) Which despite getting station a lot of progress and um, which I did believe. I did believe in real life. Because happened, you'd be like. Everyone. Okay. <laughs> it's because as well they found the bag of heroin, but it's proven not to be cocaine. heroin. It's supposed to be cocaine. Uh, cocaine. Uh, it's supposed uh, to be like it's just sweetener. Yeah, it uh, smells like sweetener, so the dogs don't detect it. And the dogs haven't sniffed. The dogs so they're just like, this isn't ignored it, so it's not cocaine. This isn't. But they didn't order. test it in a lab. Uh, but I'm assuming <laughs> they just it smelled it. They just smelled it, licked it, touched it, got the dogs to sniff it. And then start watching the videotape again of those two making fools of themselves. And pissing themselves off. Uh, I'm assuming at some point starts getting hurt yes. the scene where they both yes. do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's what one of them does. It's not no, too no, far they, off. They both do. It's just one. Oh, eventually, one does it off screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two, two cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> so they've taken off the case. Yeah. How are they going to get back on the case? 
well, first or are they going to have to work out? You know what? Off the case? They're going to have to just work out why they've been taken off the case, and they're going to have to get there. First, you've got some jokes to sit through okay. <laughs> before the plot gets forward. Yeah, we've got another twenty minutes to get through. Is the plot lots of? Is the jokes lots of? Oh, well, we can't. We can't work. So we've just got to do X, Y, and Z from the seventies. <laughs> no. Much. That would be better. <laughs> <laughs> you'd written this film. They go to the club, that's pretty 70s. Also, how can you have the wee kid in this? It's called Willis. Uh-huh. Not once did they say it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Not once did they say it. Despite There's a wee boy that Owen Wilson looks after because he's. Um, is he. Oh, never? Dave's mum? No, no, I think he just looks after him one night a week because he's secretly a caring guy. Um, yeah, what a nice guy. And he owes the kid money as well. That's how old you owe kids? Scumbag. <laughs> what, the kid's 12, 13, something like that? Yeah, and he owes them $20, yeah. which in the 70s was like a thousand. <laughs> oh, scumbag. Didn't even give him, give him any of that smelly, fishy money. You know what I mean? So the Starsky and Hutch have the two cheerleaders over for a wee bit of R&R. Afternoon delight. Let's see. Fondue. 70s Fondue, reference. Yeah. Yeah, and so, all the somebody's highlights. So Hutch hasn't got any sweetener. So nobody else wants coffee apart from Starsky. Uh, right. Coffee for one, he says, or coffee for solo, something like that. And so, because there's no sweetener there, he decides to add some, even though he believes it's cocaine. Mm-hmm. He decides to add <laughs> some from. And boy, does he enjoy that coffee! Mm. So then, it's Hutch. Has to sing to us first before we get into anything else. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Well, because this is part of his moves. Like, bring out the guitar. So he brings. Bring it's a David guitar. Soul song he sings. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it was. Bonus, so Starsky's like, woo! Bring out the guitar! Woo! He's like, oh, calm down, take he's it down a notch. He's doing his tongue twister. This is great. This is wonderful. From the Ben Stiller show. Woo! He jumps up on the couch and says, I love this blonde cheerleader. Who <laughs> <laughs> come at me, Oprah? <laughs> the thing I find really creepy about this scene is that while he's doing all these woos mm-hmm. and he's singing a song and you get the cartoon bird going down. That's right, I remember that. I remember you, that. When it cuts back to Starsky, he has like walking dead eyes. <laughs> like I'm turning into a zombie eyes. <laughs> it's a little too real. <laughs> And nobody's seen him That's shoo cool the thing. cartoon bird away. He's like, shoo, shoo. <laughs> Who the fuck was he talking to? Surely you heard that. So they go disco dancing. Because it's the 70s. Just fucking them now. This fucking scene is terrible. Even yeah. though it's got Pat Oswalt in it. Listen, it fills another 10 minutes, Grant. <laughs> so is this the dance well, scene? Well, without this scene, it, sure it would have been an hour yeah. and a half. Much better length for a comedy. So this is where we have the dance off? It certainly is a dance-off. How does that end? <laughs> is this what you're talking about? It's the exact same scene from Zoolander where yeah. they have the walk-off. Yeah. I mean, there's some nice moves that get busted out. Oh, I'll admit to that. You know? No stunt doubles? No stunt doubles. <laughs> no, no, this is all Ben Stiller and whoever the other fat guy is. <laughs> fat out of shape. So he looks like he's for the 70s right enough. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him that. That's perfect casting. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Ben Miller's got that cocaine bod though. Yeah. <laughs> it's cocaine thin. <laughs> like 
think Matthew Perry in Friends <laughs> for, for a few seasons <laughs> plenty of money and nowhere to spend it <laughs> yeah you're not getting too dark at all <laughs> at all so yeah Ben Stiller wins the contest wins wins but Pat and Oswald gives it to the other guy and he gets really upset about this so Starsky eh, Starsky goes off and he, he starts shooting up the sky and yeah and the girls still go home with him Oof. there's no way Pat <laughs> has to wrestle up on the ground and go whoa partner whoa calm down calm down Cause how low is their self esteem to be still going along yeah. with this <laughs> So yeah, uh, Hutch takes him home, puts him on his waterbed. Go to sleep, go to sleep, so I can shag two cheerleaders. <laughs> and again, this is almost exactly the same scene from Zoolander, uh-huh. where they have the girls over, and except they end up having a tantric love session, but it's, it's pretty much the same, <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Amy Smart and Carmen Electra do kiss as well, if you're wondering. So, how far? At the, ins- <laughs> the insistence of Owen Wilson. 53 minutes. <laughs> oh, do you wanna, 12 do you wanna, seconds. Do you want to kiss each other too, maybe? Oh, oh I want to kiss you both. And oh, um, cut! Cut! For <laughs> fuck's sake, Owen's He's getting a woody. He's going way off script here. Yes. <laughs> so, he has this threesome. Yeah. Where he discovers off screen that it's actually cooking in the wee baggie. <laughs> and that's, that's funny as well when he's like I know it's cocaine because never mind why I know it's cocaine <laughs> and Amber knows it's cocaine and Tiffany knows it's cocaine <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're all sure that's cocaine <laughs> that was pretty funny this isn't though um, Starsky playing Russian roulette with a they go and find the, the there's a they walk outside the apartment and they get shot at mm-hmm Right, takes a bullet to the car. Oh my god! Knocks out the window. Can he have that? So they track the the guy down. Yeah. To this apartment. This guy is an Asian guy, and he's got a wee boy. The wee boy has got knife skills that you would not believe. <laughs> Think Hikaru? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, without the trashy mouth. <laughs> Shame. Pretty livened up this film, are you? Yeah, but they do nothing. That wee boy just disappears. He was like one of the best characters. Oh, really? He just disappears. Anyway, just they arrest the guy. Close the door and leave him in. It's the guy's He'll son. Probably starve to death. Then after a while. Yeah, no child services or anything. <laughs> Real policemen. Real policemen. Real policemen don't play Russian roulette in an interrogation scene, though. No. So is that what they do? Yeah, that's what he does. That's that's what he does. does. And the worst piece of CGI you'll see. The side of two thousand. The side of Ben Stiller's zombie eyes. <laughs> he he's going to play Russian roulette, and he t- puts the bullet in, and then he turns the gun round so the bullet falls down his sleeve. Uh-huh. But then he pulls it down, the guy and sees the bullet it. falls right back into the. Yeah. And then the guy sees yeah, that. Fucking right. <laughs> so the guy knows that he was going to trick him, but then he sees the bullet going back in the gun. It's really loaded. It's real But Starsky doesn't know it's loaded. Yeah. Puts the gun to his head. Click. Puts the gun to his head, click. Almost puts the gun back on his head, and then Owen Wilson comes in and stops him committing suicide. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Mental health is not a funny issue. 
So what? So <laughs> why did you keep making jokes about it? Because <laughs> it's Owen Wilson. <laughs> so the guy gives up the information that what? The, I'm sure the Asian guy gives up some information. Yes. That he's been hired to kill yes. them by Mr. Bad Guy. Mr. Big Bad Guy. Yeah. So then they and know that this is not enough to just convict them right there. Right? <laughs> yeah. An eyewitness who's revealed this information. <laughs> so then, is there a plan to go along to the formal ball? No, 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 no. No, because there's 40 minutes left in this film. Oh, God. <laughs> and we forgot to mention the bad guy has a family, a daughter. She's uh, um, just about to have her bad mitzvah. Oh, right. Um, oh, she becomes God. a young woman. And this creepy guy they've got to, like, oversee the proceedings. The guy with the microphone who's the, the announcer guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yes, and she'll be a young woman, and you know what that means. And you're like, <laughs> well, at least at one point, Vince Vaughn turns into it. He that turns is- around and goes, ooh. <laughs> kind of looks at the guy like, I want to punch fuck you. <laughs> That's the 70s for you. That, that is the 70s. It's right going to be BBC right here. Yeah, that is the 70s right there. So, Starsky and Hutch. Jimmy Savile is the. <laughs> now then, now then. Now then, now then. Now then. Bat mitzvah, my favourite event. I'll make a young woman. Uh, uh, there's a big parcel arise for this young girl on stage. Nobody knows who it's from. Mm. They open up the parcel. Starsky and Hutch in disguise as mime artists. Uh, or as they say in this film, pantomimes. Pantomimes. Is that what they call them in America? Is that is that where the root word comes from? I don't know. Because pantomime, they don't know. for any of our yeah. American listeners, there's, pantomimes are a very different thing in Britain. So it's a very British thing, isn't it? Yeah. Punching Judy on the stage, essentially. Okay. Yes. A lot of men dressed as women. Yeah, that's what they call them, and they're all white-faced, chalked up. Yeah, they're shit, but the kids know they're shit. And boo, and boo, boo, boo. And Vince Vaughn knows they're shit, but he's got to go and take a phone call. So, do they turn up to get more information? Yeah, pretty much. Do you remember that line from Die Hard with a Vengeance? Are you aiming for these people? No, maybe Maybe just that line. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why, because they're shit, but. Ben Stiller goes in, uh, goes after Vince Vaughn and leaves mm. um, Owen Wilson on stage. Um, so he hears a phone call um, about some something getting delivered. It's big and it's in the garage. Ah. <laughs> so instantly he thinks, well, it's a drug deal. Yeah. The reason they've gone undercover, by the way, is because Vince Vaughn obviously has met them before. I yeah. just want to remind you, Ross, 40 minutes left. <laughs> well, this fills up another 10 minutes, which yeah. is good, isn't it? I mean, that whole mind thing, that lasted a good few minutes. Now, from memory, it's a horse, isn't it? It's a pony. A pony, yeah. So, obviously, at this point, they've wrestled Vince Vaughn to, to the ground and got handcuffs on him because they think, mm-hmm. right, well, we'll We've do a drug bust right here in front of his kids, in front of the family. Ha ha, we've got him! Right, open the garage. No, I can't. My hands are tied. Right, I'll open it. Instead of asking for the keys, he shoots the fucking door. Oh, shit. I do remember this, yeah. And then, I must admit, I've got a dark sense of humour, so <laughs> that's kind of feel to me. He opens the door, and there's this pony with two bullet holes in it. <laughs> They're just nice, neat bullet holes. There's no blood or anything, but you can see them. 
And the and pony does fall over. <laughs> and the next scene, the pony falls over with an obligatory... <laughs> it's, and that's funny. That's, that made me laugh. A hilarious cameo by Gina Davis. <laughs> I thought it was Sid Jessica Parker. No. <laughs> oh yeah, Gina, Gina Davis would be a Clydesdale. I, think. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, they get taken off the case again. So, yeah, retaken off the case. Retaken off the case. You guys have gone way too far. Oh, they're taken off the force this time. <laughs> no, handing your badge and your gun. That is your gun. And one of the only scenes I may have found Vince Vaughn to be mildly amusing. Mm. He's got a neck brace on now, like one of these accident victims, <laughs> like just wanting the cash. Mm-hmm. He's got the neck brace on and he, he can't turn his neck and he's like, ah, I don't want to press charges. These these two good cops were just trying to do good by me. You know, even, I'll get another pony. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only reason they're not like instantly dismissed. It, it's funny because they've clearly just said, okay, just do whatever you do when you pretend to be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, Vince Vaughn, <laughs> fan of the Chicago Blackhawks. But secretly, he's planning oh, to he? kill both of them. Yeah. He's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I told you, Vince Vaughn's scumbag. Um, so, yeah, you know, I didn't say that when you said he was a conservative. <laughs> but as soon as you find out what he really likes, yeah. the, his favourite hockey team, god damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm pretty sure he was there at every, they played seven games in the last mm-hmm. series. Play, the way they played four I think in Chicago in the very final of the, the Stanley Cup and uh, he was there every game and they used to like fo- like you know when you're just like oh I found somebody in the audience he used to just continually focus on him and be like here's Vince Vaughn and then they'd put up a little thing where they normally have like a player's name and it'd be like Vince Vaughn <laughs> you're like we know we can see him and you told us <laughs> really is the whole world interested in where Vince Vaughn is at that point no, we're only interested in Timmy Mallet being at the Formula 1 <laughs> what is with that what is with that in Australia <laughs> Timmy Mallet turns up in Australia in the pit of Formula 1 yeah has he got a stake in the paddock has he got a stake in the team don't think so Jimmy's got the money Timmy Mallet has that much money that he can just Afford to buy an F1 car team? Even a paddock pass, I think. Uh, Is there a sponsorship on this guy's car with Mallet's Mallet? <laughs> it's a bitsy teeny weeny. It's a car driving along and has got the false spectacles on the front. <laughs> Massive specs. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of firing all the sh- champagne at people, you've got the big rubber Mallet. Doing, doing, I was famous in the 80s. Timmy Mallet, fucking day, woo! Well, fuck off, <laughs> fuck off, and die, Timmy Mallet. I'm quite harsh this episode. He hasn't, he hasn't yet. Let's be honest. I know. What's with that? That's a crime in itself, isn't it? More to the point, who in Australia on the film crew went? That's Timmy Mallet. Who was the famous in Australia? <laughs> no. It'll be somebody who's emigrated across there specifically to get away from Timmy Mallet <laughs> and went fuck me mate that's Timmy Mallet he's followed me around yeah <laughs> just like the ring right. but with Timmy Mallet <laughs> fucking hell seven years <laughs> it follows with Timmy Mallet <laughs> that'd be sure. more like it I think <laughs> we're as far off the film as we could possibly be <laughs> Because we wanted to remember what joy and humour was like. 
So they're off the case, off the case. They're off the case, off the case. And Hutch putting a complaint. No, other way around. Starsky putting a complaint about Hutch, saying, "Oh, he's too much of a loose cannon. Needs a haircut." <laughs> <laughs> And this was before they got closer. Stupid looking nose. <laughs> Surely you get that sorted. So that really upset Hutch. The wee boy that Hutch looks after as well yeah. um, was angry at him because he didn't pick him up for school one day so he throws a ball at his house and that triggers an explosion. Oof. Hutch's house gets blown right up. The wee boy almost gets killed in the explosion. So... So Hutch is at his hospital bed with Huggy Bear. Starkey comes along to apologise to everybody. I'll give you a reading to him as well. Yeah, that's, that's quite nice. sweet. That's nice. Reading to the kid or reading to the reading to the kid. All right. I've so. not got a single bad word to say about Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Ironically, you would have thought read, like if you hadn't seen this film before and you saw the people that were in it, you're like Snoop Dogg. He's going to be some comedy fodder. We're going to be able to take the piss out of him. No. <laughs> no. So. At least he's trying. Yeah. <laughs> I think he gets it. I think that's the difference. <laughs> I think he gets that he doesn't have to overact to be funny as well, yeah. which is what no one else in this film gets. It's the situation that's funny rather than what the people are putting in there. And Jason Bateman's in it, but he has nothing to do. Oh, I forgot to mention Jason Bateman. And that's he's why he's got nothing to do. Who's he in it? He's he is the... Vince Vaughn's assistant. Uh. And the main joke is... Whenever they're out in the sun and Vince Vaughn's got his top off, 24 again. pack out, <laughs> um, he's always got um, suntan lotion all over his nose because he's a bit of a nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jason P- Bateman had his four pack out as well, which was better than Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Slob. <laughs> it's like jamming the hut in a deck chair, you know what I mean? It's horrible. I think he only cared to slim down for True Detective. Eh? Was it the only thing that will get him to slim down in a proper role? He was. Uh... And the audience didn't appreciate it. <laughs> in your face! He's back on the pies <laughs> right away. Uh, he was quite slim in Spanish, wasn't it? I don't know. Burgers. 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 Yeah. It's not got the same connotation, though, does it? No. Pies are like food of the people. It's like uh, Ben Affleck. I'll take Fat Ben Affleck over Batman Ben Affleck any day. Yeah. Who was Fat Ben Affleck? Fat Ben Affleck in Argo. Mm, he's not even that fat in Argo, really, is no, he? His earlier work, like Mallrats and that, where he's really fat Ben Affleck. You think he's really fat Mallrats? He's not really fat, but he, he became... <laughs> he's not buff. He became Armageddon yeah. Ben Affleck after that, and then he became Fat Ben Affleck after that, and then he became... Batman. Batman, All of us are really slim and buff, so we can make fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm a Christian Bale, I put on this weight for a roll. <laughs> they can roll. <laughs> Does Christian Bale put on weight for a roll? Batman. That was muscle. Yeah, but you have to put on weight. weight. <laughs> you have to put on weight. American hustle. Oh, yeah, he's not in that. And it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's <No>. pesh. <laughs> so, how are they going to get from disparate place? Is is the the oh, is child is the, the galvanizing yeah, factor yeah, that the puts them back in the corner? Yeah. So, how how are they going to shut it down? The boss. Yeah. Remember those two party tickets? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, but how so, are they going to get in there without a great disguise? Because they look so recognisable. So, so Vince Vaughn's plan 
to stop them knowing he was making a cocaine deal was to do the cocaine deal right in front of them. <laughs> at the charity ball. So he does the massive cocaine deal at the charity ball. Yeah, since they're giving cars away and it's inside the trunk of the one of the cars, which yeah. is on the front of the car. Wow. Was it like a Porsche? No, it's a Volkswagen. But I really... They're giving away seven cars and in each of the cars... It's There's a load of drugs for each drug dealer to give out. I think it might be one of the Hitler era Volkswagens, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. The people's wagons, as he called them. <laughs> so this is when Ben Stiller and, and Owen Wilson dress up, and Ben Stiller does his do it. Do so it what, do they, what do, do they dress up as? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. What do they dress up do as? It. He's, he's <laughs> do it. See, is it funnier every time I say it? No. Well, well, they seem to think it is. <laughs> do it. And it's one of the things I remember for the film, so it must be memorable. Oh, I managed to do it. The <laughs> do it. Yo, drink. Do it. Do it. You're like, what the fuck? So, undercover is Russian like, or German? He has a, he has a, um, he's a, like, he's a car he's dealer. He's Trump, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's really <laughs> Trump, but, but a different country. Um... Owen Wilson just copies them really he, he's, he's back in the easy rider garb <laughs> so they turn up dressed as these people yeah how do they work out it's in one of the trunks of the cars it just do I can't <laughs> honestly can't remember <laughs> uh, you know it's uh, Starsky works it out yeah because he's, he's arrogant enough to do this he's arrogant enough to have the drugs in that car that's how they're going to get because they notice all the drug dealers have followed mm-hmm. um, the drug dealers sitting behind them that's right because when a five minute montage after they got fired they're then following the drug dealers around and that as well another reason they were going to get killed um, yeah they work out that so they steal the, they don't even steal the ticket off the guy they just no. claim it's them that's won it basically there's a wee and bingo machine his, Vince Vaughn's uh, reaction yeah. to what they do there should have been enough mm-hmm. to say to them yes there's definitely something going on because it becomes a thing you were wrong last time are you right this time when it's like when he's coming up saying no no it's not you guys it's not you guys yeah you know something because <laughs> right? how's he going to know what ticket they've got hit the jackpot <laughs> yeah the bingo machine rolls out the balls the balls doesn't matter what's on the balls they, they've got it written on their hands what the winning tickets are for these bad guys oh right right so they call out these numbers and one of them stands up who's behind Starsky and Hutch and they just say, look, you sit down, sit down, sit down. I'm the winner, I'm the winner. <laughs> Causing the ruckus that Grant's talking about. So then do they drive away in the car? They reveal themselves to Vince Vaughn. Oh. And Starsky, again, shoots the fucking lock for the car. Shoots the bonnet of the car. Daring. Daring. And then it opens up and obviously... And there's, there's a cloud of cocaine goes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is a party. <laughs> that would have been a funnier uh, bit of the film. Mm-hmm. Or if he'd shot the engine rather than. <laughs> <laughs> or if there'd been a dead body in there and he'd shot it. <laughs> and he gets Oops. arrested. Oops. Well, he does shoot the black uh, chief as well. Ah, uh, he shoots, shoots Captain Doobie. So. Accidentally. The drugs are in there. Drugs are is in that there. Vince Vaughn grabs Hutch. We missed the golf scene. Oh, we missed the entire golf scene. <laughs> Who was the golf scene? This was where Huggy Bear was in disguise. I remember Huggy Bear in disguise as the caddy and he's he has throwing it. the grass up I there. quite like his rally. He's just got a microphone taped to his chest. <laughs> That's his... I do remember that, actually. With a big, huge... Like, tape, tape recorder. recorder. Yeah. And because 
Vince Vaughn slaps him. Vince Vaughn slap because Vince Vaughn slaps him. He is actually the one that rolls to the rescue at the end. Basically, Starsky Hutch. So how does he roll to the rescue though? So surely they. Okay, we'll tell you. We'll okay, tell you. right. Don't let us spoil it for you. <laughs> so let us spoil it. For they, you. they find the cocaine in the back of the car. The bad guy's there. Surely yeah. it's just a case of arresting them. No. No, he no. runs to a car. Okay. Car chase. Car chase. He takes all the money that the drug dealers have given him in suitcases. Mm-hmm. Him and Juliet Lewis. Then it leads to the, char- the car chase, which leads to the marina. Then the yacht. The yacht. <laughs> Juliet Lewis has time to get all seven briefcases on board, <laughs> while Starsky and Hutch argue with an ice cream salesman. And was that the guy from Thirty Rock? I think Judah so. Freeland- yeah. Was it Judah Freelander? I'm sure it was. But there's plenty of room to get round them. But this is comedy. Like, <laughs> So you argue with the guy because he's in your way. Look, get that fucking thing out of my way. We're police. Show me your badges. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> get your gun out and shoot him. <laughs> and they shoot the ice cream truck. They shoot the ice cream It's comedy. Isn't that hilarious? Shooting thing. <laughs> we never even see how that ends, do we? It just, next thing you know, they're at the dock. Well, it was the 70s. There's no way they're getting any repercussions <laughs> with that. <laughs> I mean, you've seen Life on Mars. Stupid. <laughs> so... The bad guys are getting away the boat, surely. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've just got the Gran Torino. What is a what is a cop to do? The end of Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. Is it? Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that, but that's pretty funny. Exactly. Remember the end of Too Fast, Too Furious? With a twist. What's the twist? They don't make it. Oh, do they not? They overshoot it. Oh, really? End up in the drink. So Snoop Dogg is on the boat and he punches out Vince Vaughn. With a golf club? Yeah. This is for hitting me. <laughs> I was genuinely like, yes! <laughs> Go Snoop Dogg! <laughs> if only this film had been about you. <laughs> I don't know what happens to Juliet Lewis. What, did oh, she no. get. She was still there at that point. Snoop Dogg seduces her, surely. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that cut that out because that would have given him more screen time. Snoop Dogg does steal a suitcase. Yeah, he sells a five million five dollars. million dollar suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Just one though. So you know, you got to give him props. Just not daft. Not daft. One could have went overboard. I'm sure there was probably quite a lot of that that happened at the seventies in the seventies. Yeah, sure there was. So. I'm sure there was. Yeah. So that was that's the end of the film. Well, because surely there's got to be a later on scene. Because the car's gone, they've got to get the car off. Other people, which is the original Starsky and Hutch. Ah, uh-huh. so they're going to buy another Gran Torino. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg has bought it no for them. No sense at all. The scene. No, because it's shoehorned in there. There's a bit where, and they look exactly. They've got the same clothes. Same clothes. On. Each character. And there's a bit where he says, uh, "Hutch, I think he's talking to you." And it's like, are they called Starsky and Hutch as well? <laughs> Paul Michael Glazer likes Kate Toy. Yeah, he looks amazing. He's obviously looked after himself. Yeah. Any man. He directed the Running Man. Any man that directed the Running Man. <laughs> it's okay in my book. <laughs> yeah, he had a bit of a shit life and his wife died as well. So, oh. the, no, that was really horrible what happened no. to his family. Did you hear that? No. His wife got a blood transfusion and it was blood from someone who had AIDS so she caught AIDS and her child caught AIDS as well so they both died that's mm. horrible that is pretty terrible anyway. but they, they buy the car they do drive off in it really really fast because why bloody not 
Another two goals. Snoop Dogg with his five millions bought himself a nice fur coat. <laughs> Holy shit, this thing belongs in over the rainbow. <laughs> but my god, he looks good in it. <laughs> he looks dope. <laughs> Is it about twice as thick as him? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He bought that of Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> And he bought the car for Starsky as well. Oh, so they nice. must be friends now. See, he's the ultimate hero of this yes. film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nobody did ask him as well, do you want to, do you ever want to work undercover? He's like, nah, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you could just see the, oh, in Nobody's eyes. It's like, I've got to make do with these two clowns. <laughs> Shit. This guy got me results. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so five million went missing, so what? <laughs> It's the 70s. 70s. <laughs> I took five million myself. <laughs> it was about ten grand yeah. left by the time we went in oh. evidence. <laughs> oh my god, five million for the policeman's fund. <laughs> so the credits roll, and there's one credit in particular I wish to point out. Okay. Produced by Akiva Goldsman. Ooh. <laughs> How did we not notice yeah. that stink? <laughs> he just ruins everything. <laughs> he does. Every little thing he does is tort. <laughs> Every little thing he does is torture. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you want an idea for the future, the Akiva Goldsman written directed film is on Netflix. Oh, I know that oh, one with a winter's the tale. Horseman and that. With a bloody hell, bloody hell, boyo! All right, boyo, you fucker! Ah, you fucking bastard! Will Smith as Colin Farrell. Satan. Satan, yeah, yeah. Will Smith. <laughs> I'm a fucking angel, you fucking bastard. You're not a fucker. Ah, Tugara, I'll be sure. Hey, you fucker. So, jump the shark moments then, guys? I think your one would have been when the car misses, because you'd be like, there's no way the car would have missed. That <laughs> <laughs> was a great car. They just destroyed it for this piece of shit film. They destroyed the future, didn't they? Yeah, the they showed them an end credits. There's... All the times they stunts failed. I have a feeling it was something like nine Grand Torinos. Because it was insane how many Grand Torinos. <laughs> and then at the very end of the credits, Clint Eastwood shows up. Have you got my car? <laughs> I've got to go alone. So I think that would have been your uh, uh, Clint, I'm sorry. We gave it to the Chinese guy. <laughs> he crashed it. <laughs> That's um. it. I'm done with that whole race of people. <laughs> what is impressive is that that's two famous Gran Torinos, uh-huh. and to look at them from the outside, you would never know they were the same. Unless you told them that's a Gran Torino uh-huh. and that's a Gran Torino, you'd be like, I don't think that's the same car, is it? Because it's from different years. Boring fact of the day. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Glad we came back to your house to do this. <laughs> So, jump the shark moment. My nice. one is when the bad guys are investigating them and Juliette Lewis says she likes the blonde one. Owen Wilson's wearing a hat and you can't even see his hair. <laughs> Fucking jump the shark moment right there. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it just angered me so much. Well, all it takes is somebody to listen to the film and you would realise, oh wait, we should use a shot where he's not wearing a hat. <laughs> what about you, Bob? I enjoyed it off and on. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember anything. I guess like the first thirty seconds made me mad with the the title card, the seventies. There's like <laughs> no fucking shit. Why even start your film there? 
at the beginning with mm-hmm. the ocean and that. Why not start with Starsky, then Hutch, and then the ocean? What about the dance off? And the dance off. Well, yeah. It's it, from a jump the shark. Jump the shark. <laughs> from the description. Oh, Pat in it. Yeah. From the description you guys gave, it really seems like they've mistaken things from the seventies and being set in the seventies. Yeah. 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 And what they've mistaken as well is, is they assume you find things funny it's very because much. they're from the seventies. Did you not find it's it? Like, oh, it's hilarious because he's got an afro. No, it here's, is. Um, that's here's just Snoop Dogg is pulling off that. Look. <laughs> here's different Saturday Night Live sketches. And we're just gonna stitch them together. Hilarious! <laughs> no, no, it works in five-minute vignettes, <laughs> not as a ninety-minute film, which is probably why you should have done it more serious and made it a thriller. But hey ho! Well, do you have any ideas for next time? A Winter's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still all about Dick. <clears throat> all about Dick. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. You can't find. Been talking about that for a while. Did you, you did say the news? Did you see the news the other day? No. He wants to make a sequel. He does not. <laughs> Is he still alive? <laughs> Surely not. I thought the guy was like Walt Disney. Is he no nice? <laughs> Walt Disney, no nice. I've got a. That's a different show. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him out to dance with Dumbo and things like that. And he's me. Ice coffee. <laughs> He's on a sledge. Did they have to take his head off as well? Did they not take the head off? I think sure they did, they yeah. How's that going to work? <laughs> You're not going to come back to life after that. That's going to have to be a long time Jeez, in the future. Oh. Starring Walt Disney as Mr. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> well, just swap my head off for a nice head or good bad, bad, bad head. Or... There's a freeze coming. <laughs> Batman so and Robin? Oh, Batman <laughs> and Robin. When was that good at any point? You suggested that before. That is a great film. I would say Batman and Robin's actually better than Batman Forever, which we've done on this podcast. It's certainly more entertaining. Well, I don't know. We'll find something. Adventures of Ford Fairly? Again, it's oh. one I'd, I'd have to bring up. You guys have Well, you've not seen it. I've not seen Adventures Oh, I'd love to describe that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Adventures of Ford Fairly might be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! You thought this was sexist. (laughs) We're talking about a film made in the nineties. Was it an act? Yes, it's kind of of what he's claimed afterwards, isn't it? I think it is kind of an act. You think it is an act? It's just nobody is that much of a misogynistic pig in real life. But I think the problem was that it attracted people who really were. He maybe leaned that way, but that just gave him the character. Batman versus Superman. We could do that. I've not seen it, but I'll have, to, I'll have to go and see it then. Give me a reason to see it. Should I be bored in two and a half hours? Yes. I think. Does it not have the same kind of? Well, I won't. I won't say. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, there's some ideas. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can do that at Don't Jump the Shirt Podcast. Um, where? What's our tag on Twitter, Grant? Uh, don't jump shop. Very carefully worded there. Did you notice how I said that? So you could just see on Twitter. <laughs> it's him that does that me. <laughs> what? what do I do? And what's the email address they could send something to if they wanted to? Well, <laughs> well it's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> don't jump the shark. At hotmail.com. That's the one. Well, see you next time. Bye. 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 Is <laughs> the. From Dracula's <laughs> 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 I love it.
love to count. <laughs> I love to count virgins. <laughs>